So hello guys, um, this is episode 11 of season 2 of the Diary of a Bulk of Linear podcast and today I'm talking about being a personal brand. I'm going to talk about the advantages of it and some you know disadvantages too that are likely to affect you if you use your own name to build a brand. You know, and I'm going to take some ideas I learned from Naval, Naval Ravikant. Uh, he's been a great philosopher and investor, who has impacted my personal life greatly. You know, and I'm going to, you know, talk about the things he believes in. He believes in three things that you need, you know, to get ahead in life, to get rich. You know, and he believes in specific knowledge, accountability, and leverage. So I'm going to talk shortly about this. You know, and then. So guys, let's write in. And um, also, guys, I December this year would be the second uh, anniversary of the Diary of a Bulga Billionaire podcast, and I have some announcements um, in the coming days. So stay tuned also about that. I'm here deliberating on what to do and the things we're going to be doing. Something different from what happened last year, right? So guys, I love you and I appreciate you for streaming the podcast over the last two years. So uh, let's get into it. Being your personal brand. I personally, I live with the analogy that I am the business. You know? So I invest more in my education, so I become better, and uh, uh, I'm able to solve more problems. All right, so I wrote this about myself earlier this year, in 2022. I said, I live with the analogy that I am the business. The more I invest in my education, the better I become, and the more problems I'm able to solve. I want to be able to succeed in 99 out of 100 other planets because I know how to get things done, not because, uh, not just in one out of 100 because I got lucky in it, right? So that is my ideology. That's my faith. So I believe in the fact that, okay, Grace Group is my business, but I am the business, right? So I get myself educated, I get myself better, I get a new thing so that if I succeed, I should be able to succeed almost everywhere because I'm able to get things done and not to succeed because I got lucky, you know. And this is one of the things that I personally believe in. So, yeah. So, uh, you have to got to develop yourself. You've got to, you know, train yourself. And uh, that's very, very important. So, being a personal brand, you need these specific things, which are three. And I'm going to speak about them, uh, elaborate on them more and more as we go down. So the first thing you need is specific knowledge, you know, and according to Naval, specific knowledge is knowledge that you cannot be trained for. Oh, okay. So he said, if society can train you, it can train someone else and replace you. It is found by pursuing your genuine curiosity and passion rather than whatever is hot right now. Or when specific knowledge is taught, according to Naval, it is through apprenticeships, not schools. Specific knowledge is often highly technical or creative. It cannot be outsourced or automated. And this is a very powerful statement by Naval here. Uh, so he said, specific knowledge is probably one of the hardest things uh, to get across uh, in today's generation. And then this is one of the things that get most people confused because uh, we, all, we all have the idea that everything can be taught. You know, everything can be taught in school. And it's not true often, according to him. And, uh, and, and the, 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 like, the most interesting things in life 
they are often not. Some of them are in, uh, in, in inbound, like you're born with them, like they're part of your DNA or they were skills you learned when you were younger, or maybe there were things, uh, it's actually something that is really hot right now, something that no one else has learned to do, like blockchain technology that um, Satoshi Nakamoto came up with, you know, that has changed the way we trans, uh, transfer value, and I everybody talk about crypto and the metaverse. So that is something uh, very, very important. And you no, know, as you grow older, when you're in your 20s, going to your 30s, according to Naval, it is not, or uh, it's almost impossible to say, okay, I want to, uh, like, uh, I want to choose which specific knowledge you want to have. But you, by that time, you already have to look uh, at something you have built uh, at that point in time when growing up to this very point, right? And something that you can build on top to get better and ahead in life. So, according to Naval, as I said earlier, specific knowledge cannot be trained for. You cannot be trained for specific knowledge. If you can be trained for it, it says society will train other people and replace you. Uh, so that is very, very important. And then specific knowledge is mostly found in what? Pursuing your in uh, things that are curious, you're pursuing your curiosity. So like he gave an example, said, if someone goes and gets a degree in psychology and then becomes a salesperson, well, if they were already a formidable salesperson, a high-grade salesperson to begin with, then the psychology degree is, le is a leverage, right? It arms them and they do much better at sales. But if they were always an introvert, never very good at sales, and they are trying to use psychology to learn sales, they are just not going to get uh, uh, that great at it. And that is ex uh, extremely essential here. So uh, specific knowledge is found more by pursuing your inner talents, your genuine curiosity, and your passion. It's not about going to school for whatever is the hardest job. It's not for going to school whatever is, or what for, or for going to whatever fields investors say is the hardest, right? So this is very very important, and I hope this go to, goes a long way to help somebody as it helped me. So I'm actually sharing this because this has changed my life personally. So I'm just sharing this with you too, All right? So excuse me. So if you are not hundred um, percent into somebody else, who is hundred percent into it? Okay, so if you're not some, if you're not hundred percent into something, and someone else is hundred percent into it, he will perform you. He will outperform you, and that's very true. And they won't let, uh, just they won't just outperform you by a little bit. They will they will outperform you by a lot, uh, because we are now operating in the domain of ideas. Compound interest really applies, and leverage really applies. So this is. Uh, very 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 essential you know so if you are operating with thousand times leverage and someone else right now uh, is operating with 100 okay 80 percent of the time and somebody else is right now 90 percent of the time and the person who is right 90 percent of the time will literally get paid hundreds of times more by uh by the market because of the leverage and because okay he's talking about leverage here so he said building specific knowledge will look like play to you so very often, it's not something that you sit down and then you just reason about it. It's more found by observation. You almost have to look back on your own life and see what you're actually good at. Okay, for example, I want to, okay, he gave an example about him, his, his own life. He wanted to be a scientist and that's where a lot of uh, his moral, moral hierarchy comes from. So uh, he views uh, scientists sort of at the top of the production chain of humanity. And the group of scientists who have made real uh, breakthroughs and contributions that probably added more to human society 
he thinks that any single other class of human beings. Okay, just talking about scientists. So, uh, so uh, okay, so this is a very, very, very so good important thing. So specific knowledge is you have to look at your own journey, your own life, your own inner talents, the things that you are capable of doing that nobody else can. Something that maybe you learned at a younger age. Something that is in the, uh, new and imagined that no one else knows nothing about. You can look forward to what to build upon, and that is very, very, very uh, essential about specific knowledge. So you cannot be trained for it. So you may go to school to, to get trained to actually become better in your specific knowledge, which is uh, maybe maybe it could be selling, it could be speaking, it could be marketing, it could be designing, it could be anything else out there right but you cannot be trained for it because everybody in the same class in the same batch gets trained for the same thing so you all come out here as engineers you all come out here as doctors you all come out here as um businessmen or with an mba with a with a civil engineering degree and you are all the same but what differentiates you is that particular thing that you alone is capable of doing and then without without uh, with the additional knowledge you have gained from engineering you become better at it and this is how a specific knowledge can be uh, identified and then you can be able to work on it and become better and better in life so that is how you can identify your specific knowledge look into yourself find out the things you are capable of doing find out the things that or you learned at a younger age or maybe something that is right to a new discovery that no one else knows about you can leverage on to become better and ahead in life you should be able to get paid for that specific knowledge and then uh, that is how we go ahead so we are done with specific knowledge now let's go to accountability okay and he said embrace accountability and take business risk under your own name society will reward you with responsibility equity and leverage he said to get rich you need leverage okay so leverage comes in labor comes in capital I'll talk about leverage later so uh, so he said to get uh, so to get leverage to get equity to get people's attention you need to build credibility and you have to do it under your own name as much as possible which is very risky so accountability is a double-edged thing it allows you to take credit when things go well and to be the, uh, the brunt of the failure when things go badly clear accountability is very important Without accountability, you don't have incentives. Without accountability, you can't build credibility. But you take risk. You risk failure. You risk humiliation. You risk failure and uh, failure under your own name. Luckily, in modern society, there's no more debtors prison, and people aren't imprisoned or executed for losing other people's money. But we are still socially hardwired to not fail in public under our own names. The people who have the ability to fail in public under their own names actually gain a lot of power. I think that is very true for myself. I have been publicly disgraced, called names, and you know, been to a lot of shaming and all from childhood to this early, to all this stage. But I gain so much power because I take the power back from the people and I'm able to do whatever I want without caring what other person thinks about me. So, uh, so okay, you know, okay, so. Uh, okay, so he said, in the olden days, the captain was expected to go down with the ship. If the ship was sinking, then literally the last person to get off was the captain. Accountability does come with real risk 
but we are talking about a business context okay in, in or generally life context so the the risk here would be you would probably be the last one to get your capital back out okay so like let's say you, you created a startup and you have investors coming or uh, vcs give you money so if you are you're filing for bankruptcy or you're probably going out of uh, you know business you'll be the last one to get your money back because you have to pay investors pay workers pay venture capitalists pay uh, creditors you know so yeah that's the risk here uh, be the last one to get paid and the time that you put in the capital you put into the company these are all risk because you have got to put a lot of your time maybe the time you want to care about your wife your kids and your family and maybe other things you have been working on you spend on the business and that would be risk too okay so you have to realize that in modern society the downside risk is not that large and that's very true even personal bankruptcy can wipe the debts clean in uh, in good ecosystem and that's very true uh like so in most familiar with um like mostly the familiar part uh, is like with silicon valley but generally people will forgive failures as long as you were honest made a high integrity effort and that is very true so there's not really that much to fear in terms of failure and so people should take on a lot more accountability than they do and that is very true so be accountable come out here kill that uh, fear of what people are going to think about you kill that uh, or if I fail I'll ruin my own name, I'll ruin my family name. Just gotta take that risk. If you fail and you're honest enough, people will forgive you. Maybe, yeah, that's the, so be accountable. Accountability is important to build in the personal. But look at the people like Donald Trump. When Trump or the Trump, the Trump organization, everything Trump, Trump Winery, Trump Hotels, Trump Golf, everything Trump, right? Uh, he was praised for being a great person in America and to others he is a worse person in America because of what happened uh, at the Capitol on uh, January in January 2020 and all that right so it, it has that's what uh, it was I said earlier it has both sides could affect you positively could affect you negatively but you know it's only a few people who have the boldness that they put their name out there on the brand like Elon Musk like uh, Oprah Winfrey you know, a few others who are willing to put their own name uh, in the market. If you fail, it goes terribly against you. You lose your reputation. Uh, but if you are sincere enough, you're always going to bounce back. Okay, and then, yeah, so take more risk. Be more accountable. Have credibility because it gives you the ability to get leverage. And that's what I'm going to talk about next. You get equity, you get people's trust, and then you can move ahead in life. So the third thing you need uh, to be able to enhance your personal brand is what? your is leverage you know so naval says find a position of leverage we live in an age of infinite uh leverage and the economic rewards for genuine intellectual curiosity have never been higher than we are right now following your genuine intellectual curiosity is a better foundation for a career than following whatever is making money right now and that's very true knowledge only uh, you know or only a small set of people knows is going to come out of your passions and your hobbies oddly enough and that's very true if you have hobbies around your intellectual curiosity you are more likely to develop this passion if it entertains you now but it will bore you someday it's a distraction keep looking okay and that's very true so uh, i only re really want to do things for their own sake that is one definition of art 
whether it is business, exercise, romance, friendship, whatever, I think the meaning of life is to do things for their own sake. Ironically, when you do things for their own sake, you create best work. Even if you are just trying to make money, you you will actually be the most successful. Uh, okay, so the year I generated the most wealth for myself was actually the year I worked the least hard and cared the least about the future. I was mostly doing things for the sheer fun of it. I was basically telling people I'm I'm retired. I'm not working. Then I had the time for whatever was my highest value project in front of me. By doing things for their own sake, I did them at their best. So the less you want something, uh, the less you are thinking about it. The less you are obsessing over it, the more you are going to do it in a natural way. The more you are going to do it for yourself, uh, yeah, you are going to do it in a way you are good at and you are going to stick with it. The people around you will see the quality of your work is higher. Follow your intellectual curiosity more than whatever is hot right now. If your curiosity ever leads you to a place where society eventually wants to go, uh, you get paid extremely well. And that's very true. I myself have been uh, a beneficial of this. You know, So you are more likely to have skills society does not yet know uh, on how that not yet know how on how to train people to do, and that's true. I have knowledge that society doesn't know how to train others, and I have over eleven thousand members in my academy. I'm probably going to twenty and hundred thousand in the next decade. You know, so get that specific knowledge because people society don't yet know much about the knowledge, and you can be able to train others. And even schools and universities will even invite you over to develop courses and programs uh, for for these things, right? Uh, I said if, if you can uh, if you can uh, if they can replace you then they don't have to pay you a lot right so you want to know how to do something other people don't know how to do at a time period when the skills are in demand so if they can train okay then that's basically what it is right now right so you get rewarded uh, by society for giving it what it wants and that, and does not uh, know how to get it elsewhere a lot of people think you can go to school and study for how to make money but the reality is there's no skill called business and that's quite true think about what product or service or society wants but does not yet know how to get you want to become the person who delivers it and delivers it at all or uh, delivers it at scale that's really the challenge of how to make money uh, so now the problem is becoming good at whatever it is it moves around from generation to generation but a lot of it happens to uh, to uh, to be in technology. Oh, okay. So there are three broad classes of leverage, and uh, the first form of leverage is labor, like having other humans working for you. You know, this is the oldest and most known form of leverage, uh, and actually not a great one in the modern world. But you know, most people say I have 50 workers, I have 100 workers, and I only have I think nine workers in this group. And the people think that like, my company is smaller because I have only nine workers because they believe in having many workers means you have a lot of uh, capital, your, your company is big, your stuff, no. But I actually make 100 times more money than those I know who have 10, 100, 50,000 workers, but I have only nine. And because, yeah, that's the oldest form of leverage. So I personally have, I think, about nine workers, full-time workers in Grace Group. And uh, a few others who help sometimes part time. And uh, but when I tell my friends I have all night workers, they, they make fun of me. So your company is not big enough. But if we look at the books, the accounts, 
I make hundred times, thousand times how much they make, despite they having they uh beaten me in the number of staff by ten times or more, right? So um, people would argue that this is a worst form of leverage that you can possibly use. Managing other people is increasingly messy, and that's a problem. I have a problem with people. I get calls with my employees every day. Things I'm very impatient. I want them to do it right now. Some of them have other things to do too. So it's very difficult to manage a lot of people. So it requires tremendous leadership skills. You are one sub or up from a opportunity of getting eaten or torn apart by the mob. And that's quite true. Managing a lot of people is going to be hectic and so oh yeah. So that's the uh, oldest form of leverage. So uh, if you can get some things automated, if you can get things done with few people, I really love. A few people working, a few uh, a less team, a team with less members, so we can do great things together. And yeah, but as you grow, you have no choice but to employ more people. But try to reduce as much as possible. So the first form of leverage is labor. You always have people working for you. That's one thing you have to understand, right? The next thing is money. Money is also another form of leverage. It means that every time you make a decision, you multiply it with money. Capital is a is a trickier form of leverage to use. It is more modern. It is the one that people have used to get fabulously wealthy in the last century. It's probably been the dominant form of leverage in the last century. You can see this by looking for the richest people. It is bankers, politicians. Uh, it is bankers, politicians in corrupt countries who print money. Essentially, people who okay, it, it, it is bankers, politicians uh, who print money in corrupt countries. You know. Essentially, people who move large amounts of money around. So, if you look at the top, very uh, top of very large companies, outside of the technology companies, in many, many, many large old companies, the CEO job is a really a financial job. Okay, so uh, it scales very, very well. If you get good at managing capital, you can manage more and more capital much more easily than you can manage more and more people, and that is very true, right? Um, that is very very true so uh, in as much as other, other people would want to grow their staff you know to get more work done i'd rather be able to manage more capital to get more money back and that's what we've been doing in grace group in the last decade and um, last year we made a lot of money from just managing little capital in the next or uh, in the last two years uh, the crypto market has not really been holding but we have other investments and other things on go which are going to pay really well right so uh managing money is through and uh, it's pays up it's essentially very important and i have been a beneficiary of this myself i've learned to manage money and be able to multiply it and uh, money is a very good leverage uh i've been able to uh, get invited to speak in places i didn't know i would be there i visited countries i didn't know i could go many cities seen many people met people that were distant you know uh slept in hotels i didn't even dream of as a child you know, getting invited by crypto or project developers to invest as a venture capitalist, participating in IDOs, ICOs, you know, launch parts and so many more because of I have money to be able to pay for them. I know people who are more knowledgeable than me, have more experience than me, who have been in crypto before me, but they do not have this access because they do not have the leverage. They do not have the money the developers want to have invested. But I have it and they invite me to meet them and I, if I like it, I put my money in and I get rewarded for that. And the thing is, the more uh, money you have, the more money you're going to get because you're going to get the better opportunities. You get to choose from the best of them all and put your money where you can take 10 exit in a year, 100 exit in, a, uh, in two years, and then 1,000 exit, I mean 1,000 times, uh, get back your money 1,000 times in, in a decade. 
and that is very very profitable so go for money manage money well because if you can manage money well you will be able to get more leverage from other people that's a very very powerful form of leverage so uh the next form of leverage which is the last one is product uh is product with no marginal cost of replication uh, this can be include books, media, movies, and code, and also including podcasts. So this podcast, I get paid for it, you know, and I really don't have to do much. I just have to study, come and record, and it's your love for me that makes it you get paid for streaming. So this is a product that, that do not re uh, require marginal cost of replication. And that's very very important. Code, as I said, is most probably the most powerful form of permissionless leverage. All you need is a computer. You don't need anyone's permission. So uh, forget rich versus poor. White color versus blue. It is not leverage versus unleverage. And this is very, very important. So the most interesting and most important form of leverage is the idea of products that have no marginal cost of replication. This is the new form of leverage. This was uh, only invented in the last few hundred years. It started with the printing press. It accelerated with the broadcasting media and it's not really blown up with the internet and with coding. Now you can multiply your effects without involving other humans without needing money from other humans. And this is very, very important. I can record my podcast by myself, edit by myself, post it by myself and get paid and the money is all mine. All I have to pay is taxes. That's very, very true. Leverage on social media, maybe you have, and this way you can bring your, your specific knowledge, right? And then your accountability and then you leverage it by just going on the computer and saying a word and people love it and that's why we have so many influencers tiktokers you know content creators who are on the youtube getting paid for doing the things that people love to watch like mark angel comedy which is one of my favorite i've been following since 2012 and it's been great i've never missed a single episode of his uh his comedy he makes he's funny he makes me laugh and he gets paid for that so that is very very important so uh Book is also a form of leverage. Like uh, like long ago, you have to have to sit in the lecture hall and lecture each of the uh, the chapters personally. But now, just have to uh, reach uh, a few hundred people. You know, then it have been like you can just go to. Uh, you can be in uh, Africa. You can be in America. You can be in Canada. You can be in Dubai and be everywhere because of your book. You don't have to go there personally. Digitally, people can even download your book and buy a book on Amazon and so more, so much more. Uh, the newest form of leverage is where all new fortunes are made, all the new billionaires. For the last generation, fortunes were made by capital. The people who made fortunes were the Warren Buffett of the world. But the new generation's fortunes are all made through code or media. Joe Rogan making 50 million a year to 100 million a year from his podcast. As I mentioned podcast earlier. So you're going to have Pew um, uh, Daipai. I don't uh, know how much money he's rolling in. That the highest guy, uh, I think uh, Mr. Beast has overtaken him now, you know, from uh, with the highest number of YouTube subscribers, I think. Yeah, so I don't know how much money he's rolling in, but he's a, he's bigger than the news. And of course, there's Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, Bill Gates, and Steve Jobs. Their wealth is all code based leverage. It's a very powerful example. So, probably the most uh, interesting thing to keep in mind. Uh, about new forms of leverage is that they are permissionless. They don't require somebody else's permission for you to use them or, or succeed. For labor leverage, somebody has to decide to follow you, has to decide to work for you, has to decide to give you their time. Okay, 
for capital leverage, somebody has to give you money to in, uh, to invest or to turn in, it into a product. It should be creditors willing. Where this is where your accountability comes in. Code, uh, but uh, but in coding, writing books, recording podcasts, tweeting, uh, YouTubing, these kinds of things are permissionless. You don't need anyone's permission to do them, and that's why they are very uh, elegantarian. They are great uh, what equalizers of leverage. Every great software developer, for example, now has an army of robots working for him at night time while he's or he or she sleeps. After they are written the code, then it keeps cranking away. And that is very true. So you are never gonna get rich renting your time. Whenever you um, whenever you can uh, you can in life, optimize your independence rather than pay. If you have independence and you are accountable on your output as opposed to your input, that is the dreams. So this is very, very, very powerful form of leverage. And then and, and, and I think I'll bring it to an end here. And uh, that is very, very powerful. This is how you can build your personal brand. Uh, you can build a personal brand by what? Uh, you need specific knowledge, which is knowledge you can't be trained you can't be trained for. Because if society can train you, they can train somebody else. You know, you need to uh, actually, uh, when you're in your 20s already, I think I'm talking to most people like in your 20s, you have to actually find something that is uh, not known in society yet, something that is new. So you can see new technologies coming up every day. You know, like Satoshi Nakamoto brought blockchain into, the, the crypto, cryptography was already there, but it was not very popular until 2009. He brought it into being Bitcoin, one of the biggest assets in history, which has changed many lives, including mine, right? So that's specific knowledge. You have got to uh, pay attention to your innate ability, something that you were born with, uh, uh, ideas or skills or talents that you developed when you were younger. And all these things come into play and you need accountability you need to be credible you need a good uh, you need to good, build good relationships with people and that comes with credibility you need to have a good name people are afraid to fail because in public because they think they'll get ruined but if you're sincere enough and you fail publicly you, you get the power because that's the thing if you fail you get criticized you get insulted in public that's where you gain power so don't be afraid to be accountable and be credible and lastly you need leverage and uh, there are three forms of leverage, which is labor leverage, which is people working for you. And that's the oldest form of leverage. But yeah, at some point, you need some people to work for you. The second form of leverage is capital leverage, which is very, very important. The more money you have, the more money you're going to get. And the last leverage is labor, I mean, product without what marginal cost of replication, which is permissionless, free, and anyone can do it. That's podcasting, writing, educating, and a lot more. So I think... I have been able to build this tree, not to uh, uh, some extent, but yeah, I'm building all, I uh, have specific knowledge, I have uh, accountability, and I have leverage. So um, as you grow, you, are need, you might need to increase all the tree to get uh, ahead in life. So everybody needs this, get ahead in life. Bless you, have a great time. And I also wanted to tell you that uh, next month will be the second anniversary of the Diet of the Balkan Billionaire Podcast. And I have a lot more to say. You enjoy your time and have a great month and year and ahead. Love you. Martin Satando signing out.